You're listening to the Claret and Big Blue Podcast on the Pass the Gravy Podcast Network. <laughs> Damn, Daniel. We'll do it live! Welcome everyone to Claret and Big Blue, probably the only podcast on the internet dedicated to West Ham United and the New York Giants. That's right, football and football balls for everyone's taste. I am Mike Fish, on location here at the Jersey Shore, and I am joined with a man who could be your hero, baby! It's Alex Middleton. Alex, how you doing, buddy? What's going on, dude? Uh, I'm not doing as good as you are, obviously, because I'm not at a beach house. But uh, have you seen anybody gym tanning and laundering while you were there? I haven't. I've been pretty well, much just... Are you really at the Jersey Shore then? No, I'm, I'm just been at the private pool. And then I went to the beach at the end of the day just to get... Just in time to get bit by a sandflies. And then I was like, fuck this shit. I'm going back to the pool. Sandflies. We don't really deal with a lot of sandflies this way. Do you, do, you, do you have beaches in Houston? We have beaches in Galveston, which is like an hour away. Oh, so the same thing. Where I, yeah, I had to get this is like an hour, an hour and a half journey to me. But yeah, so the same thing. So you not never experienced the around five, six o'clock where you're just sitting there and then suddenly you start getting bit. Sandfly, maybe mosquitoes. Oh, no, Sandflies. These are, these are never fly. heard they of them. Like, they look like regular flies. They lure you into that soul, that false sense of security. And then they bite you. Yeah, like, you, yeah. You gotta keep an eye out, I guess. You gotta keep you on your toes. It's COVID, monkeypox, sandflies. Those are the three big things right now you gotta look out for. Yeah. We'll sneak uh, up. Bob also in the live chat. Is that your official beach house hat? Um, yes, sure. Let's go with that. Um, no, it was just I didn't have. I I came just all this way. I got my my hair product. And I, as I say, I've been in the pool all day, so my hair isn't looking its best. So I thought, you know, I've got to look good for Bobby. So I suck my hat on at least. That's what's up. Anyway, um, before we get into, obviously, the sports chat this past week or weekend, whenever it was, I can't remember, was it Friday or Saturday? The, the, the past the gravy office trivia night. How did that go? I saw some pictures on um, social media. It looked, looked, looked like a success. How did it go? Yeah, we had a good turnout. It was, it was pretty fun. Uh, Bobby... Was uh, was there? I believe he was on the winning team. So shout out to Bobby, and um, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. We had some really good food, and I made some really difficult questions that people struggled with. Oh, was were they like super niche, vague questions in there? Uh, some of them were, yeah. Like some of them were. On season four, episode thirteen, at the ten minute yeah, mark, which color like tie? Not, was not, not necessarily at the ten minute mark or anything like that, but it was like very, like some of the questions were very deep. Yo, JPJ in the house, host of uh, Between Two Beards Resting Podcast, also pop the crowd on the Pop Couture Twitch channel. Check that out: Twitch.tv/popcouture. Nice, nice. Cheers to join us. If you want to check out him as well, if you like watching him swear whilst trying to play MLB, the the, the what's the game? What's the, the show? What's the, the show. MLB the show. He curses like a sailor sometimes. Yeah, yeah, I get that. That's a frustrating game. It's a frustrating it's game. A fun time. Um, I, I'm just kind of trying to avoid talking about the Brighton game. So, did you get into I'm, anything I'm, else? I'm fun? so mad. No, I don't. I they ruined everything. West Ham Rose having a nice little weekend. Then right, Sunday okay, morning, right. I get up early. I get up early. Yes. Fuck. Okay, that's that's the thing I need to vent about a little bit. Because I was so. Let's look back at history. So, West Ham versus Manchester City. We lost that game. And that was Sunday at 9 a.m. Or 8 a.m. Yeah. your time. 8 a.m. Yeah, early. Nottingham Forest, we lost 1 0. Sunday, 9 a.m. Eastern, 8 o'clock Central. West Ham versus Brighton. Not great. 
9 a.m. Central, 8 a.m. 9 a.m. Eastern on Sunday. And then we have a midweek game against Tottenham. But next week, Villa, 9 a.m. on Sunday. Chelsea, 9 a.m. on Sunday. Newcastle, 9 What the? What is going on with the... Who's doing this scheduling? Well, because we're fucked with the Conference League. The Conference League making us play on Thursdays. We're only going to be able to play Sunday. And Sunday, they don't really have that like Saturday afternoon game here in the States. They got the... I mean, they no, obviously... I'm going to... Do they? Man, Man City versus... Well, we're not Man City, Newcastle obviously. We can't, a... Maybe if we score a goal, we can worry about fucking primetime slots, but we're not getting them right now. That was and 12.30. It pisses me off. Well, I mean, if we played at 12.30, like, in two weeks, I'm not going to be watching West Ham. I'm going to watch the Giants over West Ham every single time because the Giants make me happy and West Ham makes me sad right now. And I, will I just... I turned well, I turned it off. I turned off the game. I turned it I off. Know, I was like, that's sick. Oh, I was like, I'm done. I'm out. Fucking done. I can't watch this team, man. I don't know if I want to watch this weekend. I don't even. I, I could sleep in an extra hour. Maybe I'll. Maybe I'll go work out or some shit like that, like to better myself because this team can't fucking better themselves at this point. It's fucking pathetic to watch, and I hate it. I hate them. I hate this team. I at least thought for my journalistic, you know, integrity, I should finish the game. But yeah, as That's soon right. as that, as soon as that I... second goal, because we looked. We looked a little bit livelier in the second half, and I was like, it was when it was one 0 and I was like, okay, there's a chance we can come back. But you could just, as soon as that second goal went in for Brighton, that was it. Game it was on. over. It was over. I don't know what's going on with West Ham, but um, uh, on Fondenham, before we get back to, yeah, torturing ourselves, uh, next week I'm actually I'm happy that we got the early game because it's even it's a preseason game, Jets versus Giants next weekend at one o'clock eastern 12 o'clock central and yours truly shall be there live at the nice. Life stadium i've already got the big the crew together which is mainly my wife and her sister-in-laws and stuff like that but whatever i don't care it's, it counts it's, it's still a it's, crew it, it's two days before my birthday so i've already got the exclude ex, you know the, the the excuse where i'm, I'm not helping with anything once we get there, right? I'm yeah, I'm watching chair, football. Babe. I'm sitting yeah. down and I'm getting drunk. I'm not DD. I'm not. I'm just eating and drinking and then watching the football game. Don't ask me to do anything. So yeah, I'll be there live. Stuff. That'd be cool though. So maybe if you are watching, if you are going to be there live, maybe you'll see me. I might, I might do some. Once I get a bit drunk, I might do a roaming reporter and just start asking weird questions to other fans. Yeah. That'd be I fun. Think you should. So I might, but now, so I'll be watching the Villa game on my phone. But anyway, yeah. So Brian, the, we mentioned it last week. What what the fuck is the curse? Like why? Are I, we we so just don't beat him. I told you. I think I said two nothing. I think I said two nothing, Brighton. I'm pretty I sure I almost. Called I think I went exactly. optimistic and said we might score a goal finally, but that's proved to me be optimistic. I'm going to be negative as fuck until then. Right now, we are the only team in the Premier League to not score a goal. How about that? That's a terrible fun I, fact. Not a fun uh, fact. It's an unfun fact. No, do you know what's an even more unfun fact? As someone drags their beach gear away. Um, another fact, not only have we the only team not to score a goal, we are literally the only team in the league, oh, after only three games, to not even have a point. Yeah. Like Leicester in 19, yeah. at least have a point. And not, gr- not a great look. Like... Yeah. It's it's one of those like where, because we went into the season thinking, you know, hey, right, we've got Man City first. Let's just write that. That's one a loss. We get that. Yeah. Aim for the rest. But then okay, Nottingham. That, that'll be a nice warm up because we got a fucking well, schedule coming up. Here's what's worrying me, mainly because at this early stage of the the league, I am normally the person who has the opinion of, do you know, win, lose, or draw. At this point in the season, I don't actually really care that much about the result. It's more about how we're playing. Because if we're losing, but we're playing really well, then at least you can have that. Yeah, hey, once Something everything finally clicks, yeah. we're gonna we the wins are gonna come and we're gonna have a good season. But over, I, Nottingham Forest, yes, you could say we was unlucky because we hit the bar, we missed the penalty, the bullshit disallowed goal. I'll give you that one, yeah. Okay, but, so everybody gets one. Nottingham, but Brighton, Brighton, that was a we didn't terrible show up. game. We didn't show up. It was, it was, it was awful. We did not show up at all. 
And um, it was it was it was pathetic. And then when you look back at like our last ten league games, I think we've got zero wins in them, and we have two draws over the last ten games. Maybe we had we had Norwich. We beat Norwich once. I think we, we blew out Norwich. Ooh. We got relegated four nil. And then we had a draw against Man City and a draw against somebody else. I can't fucking remember. But then it was all losses. Like we haven't we didn't finish the season last year strong, and we didn't do anything to start this season off on, on a good foot. And I mean, I know this is a team that focuses on Europe now. Like we're like big for West Ham to be playing in European competition. But it was like last year, I felt like we just like, we gave up on that fifth spot, uh, fourth spot, uh, champions league position. We were like, we have a focus on Europa. And I, I don't fault Moyes and co for doing that because we had a better chance at beating Frankfurt and we got fucked by the refs in that game against Frankfurt. I mean, I don't know how it goes. I don't know how it goes if, if you know, we don't have Cresswell sent off immediately. But we were fucked from that that second leg against Frankfurt, and uh, I feel like they we we went all in on Europa, and that bit us in the ass at the end because then we ended up settling for Conference League because we couldn't finish well enough to finish the league season. Now it's like I don't fucking give a shit if we win the Conference League. I want us to do well in the Conference League, but like I'm not sacrificing the Premier League for the Conference League at this point. It's too fucking early to do that. It's too fucking early to do that. I don't know if I would disagree with you on that one because I think the way things are going, even though it's only three games in, I think because if we win the Conference League, we get into Europa League next year. And right. We're, we're not going to do going. well in Europa League if we're not going to do well in the fucking Premier League like this. If we're not scoring goals here, we're not scoring goals in Europa. But I think the Conference League is, at this point already, I think it's our best bet of getting into Europe next year. Like, are we gonna stay? I, are we gonna be in the I Premier League next year? That's what I want to no, know. Okay, okay. Are we gonna be okay, in a fucking championship saying. game? Because I'm not watching Thursday games. I'm not just watching Thursday games every week. I'm not fucking doing that. I'm out. I'm not sounding the alarms yet. I don't think we're gonna get relegated. But do I think that we're now in the risk of being in that lower half? Yes. Fourteen. Absolutely. 15th, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. So. The Conference League is uh, is big, and uh, but final was relegation population West Ham. Well, yeah, at the moment, but also we would be gone. There, there's yeah, a lot of weird shit going on right because right now Man United are 14th, Liverpool are 16th, Chelsea are 12th. So it's, it's it's a bit weird. So I'm not I'm not freaking out to that point. Yeah, I'm not wondering we're gonna get relegated, but still, it's not a great start. But to the point of last season, like you said, where you say. We went all in on the Europa League, which I get because again, hey, if we win the Europa League, we're in the Champions League next year. Holy shit! That I, by all means, go all in. But by the time our season finished, we was already out because we lost in the semi-finals. So we, I think, once we got knocked out of the Europa League, we had at least two games left in the league, which yeah, we should have focused I mean, on. And if, if we would have beat Brighton on the last day of the season, we would have finished sixth and got into the Europa League again. But we didn't. We shit the bed against them again, of course, and lost 3 0, I think. That's how we are against Brighton. We just don't beat Brighton. We just don't know how to fucking beat Brighton. But that, that, they I hate this team, players. man. I, I don't know what's going on. I don't understand. We have lo- like largely the same group of guys. We brought in new guys. You like, I don't know. Until the I last 15 don't minutes. know where it's going. And then when we do play them, they get fucking, they give up PKs. Like yeah, fucking what was... the fuck, Dilo? I don't know. Everybody in my group chat from my West Ham group was like, "Yeah, that was a bullshit penalty." I was like, "Hey, he's in the fucking box. Brought him down in the box." No, yeah, it was a foul. He started the line. He so... started it before he got in the box, but he finished it in the box. It was like yeah, that's no. definitely like I had no hard to argue that one. The Antonio I... one the week before, absolute bullshit because Antonio yes. was just running and that guy tried to fucking pull a screen on him, and it's like this isn't basketball, bro. But. And, and that one is like, yeah, all right. And that was a bad fucking play. And then they're like, well, you know, you've got to catch up to the Premier League speed. Kira does. Like, and I was like, maybe, but don't do it like that. Maybe try that outside the box. Yeah, don't do it that close to the penalty. Don't area. do it in the box. At that time, just you got to figure it out, buddy. <sighs> Keep expectations low and we won't be disappointed. Yeah, my expectations are relegation at this point, so... I think my expectations are already going into that bright. This that's the, that's the magical thing about West Ham. My expectations were low because of the previous two games and the Brighton curse. So I was already 
lol and i still ended up being annoyed i don't west ham is magical like that they will still find a way <sighs> like we're gonna probably lose to villa we'll probably lose to villa we're gonna definitely I lose, think we're to gonna lose every game we're gonna lose to chelsea um not feeling great about newcastle everton i don't know I don't know if I feel great about that. Wolves always feels like they have our number. Fulham, maybe that's our first win of the season. October, fucking October. I don't. I mean, I'm not gonna watch this team if like we can't get a win until October eighth. I'm not fucking in. I'm out on this shit, man. Like this is fucking. It's hard to watch. It's frustrating, and like I like I, it's not worth getting up early for. At least with the fucking Giants, you know, like we could be up at noon. For you, one o'clock. It's like, all right, well, this is the afternoon. You, they can just ruin my afternoon. Like, I don't want to get up and be upset. I don't want to wake up early. At least and be upset. then I can start drinking without the internal voice judging me. Yeah. And by internal voice, I mean my wife. Um, it's internal. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. I don't know. I, it's, it, it, did you? Okay. I I I saw this quote on Twitter. I don't, I don't know. So before I say it, I'm just going to put it out there. I'm not 100% sure if this is a legitimate quote or not because I haven't seen this interview if he did say it. So, but there was word that David Moyes was talking about how he wasn't overly impressed about how the new signings were fitting in to the Premier League style. So, but is... Okay, but if you look at the major signings, if this is true and if it's not, then... I apologize to David Moyes, but Skamaka, he hasn't started a game yet, Europa League, but Premier League, he hasn't started a game. He's had like 10 minutes here, 15 minutes there. He had like maybe 30 minutes in the Brighton game. Cornet, again, same thing, comes on towards the end of the game. Um, Downs, Flynn down, like he hasn't played them really, other than, well, the one guy he did play, got sent off I don't know he got sent off and gave us away a penalty but yep it's Kira. Is it, if that is true is it not concerning that he's already like if we just signed our seventh player today Emerson Palmieri from Chelsea who got their ass kicked so like maybe not the best signing I don't know but is it concerning that we have signed all these players and there's potential that David Moyes is already losing confidence in them I mean I think that they're going to obviously take some time to like get used to the squad, which is why I think it's weird that like soccer does it this way, where like in football, you have an off season. You, these are the guys you get in. Like it's, it's weird to me that you can just do this in the middle of the season and just add seven guys for no reason, you know, but I mean, not for no reason, but uh, it's good. They're going to have to catch up to speed that they're going to have to figure it out. Maybe we were just lucky with Suchak and Sufal and all those guys seamlessly kind of transitioning into their positions when they came over. But like, they got to figure out how to work together quick because we like we keep losing these games. Like, if we're in October and we still haven't had a win, we're not competing for a Champions League spot. We're not competing for a fucking Europa League spot. If we want to be a team that's taken seriously the Premier League regularly, like the Leicesters used to be, like we we kind of were hoping to take that spot from Leicester. I feel like where we were, like, yeah, we get it. We're not Man City. We're not. We don't have a Sheik that owns us. We have the fucking Glazer family that owns us. We got a bunch of fucking fairly cheap dudes that own us. And we're probably going to just always kind of finish second fiddle to those first group of teams. But if you want to be able to be taken seriously and be competitive every year, um, just doing it for two years in a row isn't going to get it cut. Or isn't going to cut it to me. No. They got to figure I, it out. They got to get up to speed. Like, yeah, okay. Like, I give them an adjustment period, but we got to figure that adjustment period out quickly. And that adjustment period can't be another month. No, I remember I had a, a hot take preseason, which I'm now regretting because I thought I figured the way this season is scheduled because you obviously got the World Cup in the middle of the season. So I I thought, hey, we've got we have got some internationals. Don't get me wrong, but we have a lot of players who aren't going to the World Cup this year. So we're gonna have a, basically a mid-season six-week break for a lot of our players. So I thought judged based on the previous two seasons performances maybe you know the teams above us are going to have a lot of players going to the world cup and not going to have much rest maybe this could be the season that we could sneak into the top four 
that's definitely not gonna happen now that's no uh, that's, it's not i mean that yeah cash that one out for a loss i think and then they've got the they we just we we're working on having the depth and the depth is just not getting it done the depth is being here where he's fucking struggling like this the depth i mean ben johnson fucking hasn't really done shit the last two weeks he kind of sucked man uh i thought cornet was good in the action that he got but i don't really know what's going on rice looks good but that's about it we're gonna lose rice this season like this is it playing like this like rice is gone rice is gone at this point so fuck us on that and he can go play for somebody else that's gonna be good and like this is our fault it's our team's fault for the not getting shit done and and you know, like if you're not able to figure out how to get these transfers in and get him to turn this shit around soon, uh, you're gonna lose Rice. You're gonna lose your best player, and then like that's fine. Let's just fill that void again. Then we get to rinse and repeat again. That's what like West Ham has historically just lost like the best players. Like that's what just that's what happens. Yeah, that's I what mean, fucking happens. We, we went through years of Lampard, Cole, Lampard, Rio Ferdinand, who went left us and went on to win Premier League titles and. I, I, I genuinely had confidence that I thought if we can push ahead and finish maybe fifth or maybe sneak into the Champions League, I because I, I still genuinely, I think De- Declan Rice wants to stay at West Ham. I think, but, yeah, but you've got to be playing European also, football. Yeah, he wants to be playing Champions which I don't disagree with. So I, I thought maybe he would sign a contract extension if, we managed to, yeah, because I think we've shown ambition a little bit in terms of we've signed a lot of players in the summer, so at least we're trying to build, you know, the depth in the squad. And if we were to push forward and finish maybe fifth, if not fourth, then he would stay, I think. But I'm already, I mean, we're only three games in, but I'm already resigning myself to enjoy him while he's here. I think this is going to be. I can't enjoy it. I don't even know if I don't want to watch it while he's here because it's so fucking bad. We don't fucking do anything, man. This is a pathetic team to watch. But yeah, Brighton fucking has our number, and until we can beat them, just it, I don't I don't know what we do. I mean, move it. But even when on Thursday when we played Viborg of the Danish league in the Europa Conference League playoff, West Ham actually won and scored three goals. My gosh, Skamaka, uh then who got the second one it was um bowen and then antonio got the third one mm-hmm. but even even then we didn't look incredible i just think I mean, it was, was v-boy no, if i don't know the him, team i've never heard was, of the team yeah. like we should beat them but even that when when we was two nil up and they got their goal back i was like oh fuck this is it they're yeah i felt nervous <laughs> And apparently they were missing one of their biggest guys, one of their best guys. Um, that's what that's what the broadcast said. I don't know shit about Viborg, but now we get to go there. And I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if West Ham just shits the bed. That's what we tend to do when when we need to finish things off. So I don't know. Is Cresswell back yet? And we don't have Rice again. I think Rice is out for one more game. Well, why was he? No, didn't he? Did he get a straight red or two yellows in the for last criti- game? Well, he got also a punishment for criticizing the officials. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. And so did Moyes, I believe. Which is funny that Moyes could just sit there and like tell the guy what to do, but he can't be on the sidelines. Yeah, but I can radio in. But whatever. That's... Yeah, I, yeah, I don't the, know. Those officials were shit, so it's bullshit that they got penalized for that. But Yeah, I don't know if it was one or two game ban, but... Uh... Yeah, that was I. I was saying to you know, as 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 per tradition, me and my father's relationship, we only speak when we talk about West Ham. I said to him, I was like, going away to Viborg again. I have no idea who they are, but the way West Ham are, I the only way I'd be confident going away in the second leg is if we have a lead of at least three goals. So it's two goal lead. I am a little nervous because I guess they need to do. Yeah, they could win two nil. Goes to extra time. Goes to penalties, and we're fucked. Uh, stress. Why? How creative? The last two seasons, we finished sixth two seasons ago. We finished seventh. We didn't end on a high, but geez, we actually qualified for Europe two seasons in a row. And now here I am shitting myself because we've got to go away to Viborg of Denmark. What the fuck is happening? Yeah, the tables have turned. 
I now believe is what the kids tables. said. There's an office quote for you, my friend. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, link it all back. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know if Crestwell's back, but I, I imagine because we signed, you know, the guy on Wednesday and he played on Thursday to get to give away a penalty. So I think we've got Emerson Palmieri in time. He plays left back. He can replace Cresswell. Maybe he can give away a penalty this week, just for funsies. Probably would. Do you th- two penalties in two weeks. Or two penalties in three weeks. We've given up in the Premier League. Not great. Not a great start. It isn't it? Jesus Christ. Two in three games. Fucking hell. Uh, so, I, do you... Prediction from heart and mind. V-Borg. Do you see us going through? I feel like we do go through with V-Borg just because we're a better team than them. But I feel like it's going to be 2-1. Like, it's not going to be easy. Like, you think we're going to lose on the day, but just scrape through on aggregate? Yeah. I feel like they score immediately. Then, I don't know. We'll score, then they'll score, and then score again. And then we'll just have to sweat it out and be like, fuck. That might be how it goes. Yeah. I, I, even my brain... it's 2-0 and, and we win at I, the I, very end. I, I say we... We're not winning this game on Thursday. It's going to be either a nervous draw or, like I say, we'll lose by one and scrape through. Yeah. I'm going to go 2-1 V-Borg, probably. Yeah, I think that's that's a good, safe prediction. And then Sunday, 9 a.m. Eastern, 8 o'clock Central, whatever time it is, wherever you're watching or listening. Aston Villa, what do you... Cause Lost. We're, okay, Lost. How, are they, how are they looking? So they're... They've won one, lost two so far this this season. Uh, so they lost to Bournemouth, beat Ev- Everton, then lost to Crystal Palace. That's their... That's their run. Do you think they, uh, they embarrass us? Ah, uh, no, probably another, like, 2-0... Another 2-0. So, do you, do you ever Google, like, go on Google and type to search West Ham or Premier League and it has, like, that kind of look? Do you ever look at uh-huh. that? Yeah, I've seen it. I've done it before, yeah. When now they've added the little blurbs, they've got someone at Google to add blurbs to the fixtures now. And so, for example, um, Aston Villa versus West Ham. And their little summary says, West Ham United have failed to score in the last three Premier League appearances. Thanks very much. And then in the next fixture... Not wrong. It, the blurb is, first of two encounters. Yes, thank you. Yeah, I, we, play each, we play each team twice. Thank you. Like they, well, they're just... I have to put something? Know, okay. Uh, out there, yeah. <laughs> first of two encounters. Bless them. Ah... Uh, Right, I don't know. Should we? Sh- do you need anything else to add to our no. misery of West Ham? No, I'm sick of this team, man. Giants. Let's talk about Giants for a bit. They they looked promising. They looked better. Besides Kenny Galladay, who just doesn't show up. We're two and zero. We're. I think so, we're looking good for I mean, the for the preseason. No receptions. Playoffs. I don't believe he had. Yeah, we are unbeaten. Um, we some grit our defense came up big oh you're because i haven't actually because it's been a shit show in my life the last 24 40 hours how's uh have you heard anything positive because i the last i saw was uh Thibodeau was at least walking by himself because i know he got injured he went off with his knee was it his knee or his ankle uh from the game so that one more time sorry there was an ad that was playing where was the ad playing? Uh, I had a screen open. I was looking at the oh, box okay. score. Um, Thibodeau, he got he left the field injured. MCL sprain. Yeah. Um, it looks like he's missed three to four weeks. Uh, I don't think we want to rush this with with a young player. It fucking sucks. I don't think it was a dirty hit. It was. I mean, it's sort of dirty, but it's a legal yeah. hit. 
Also, uh, to give... Can you hear those fucking seagulls? Yeah, dude. They're fucking <laughs> shouting about the Giants, bro. Yeah, they're excited. They, they they kept quiet for the whole West Ham segment, but now we're talking about the Giants. They're like, ah! Mm-hmm. Um, Jersey, yeah, when Jersey I saw people, the, to, to play the devil's advocate and play the... Yes, the guy went in low, but in the replay, you could see Thibodeau kind of thought about going low, then kind of went up. So yeah. To give him credit, I think I think the other guy was like, oh, he's going low, I'm going to go low, but then he didn't go low, and it's, oh, fuck, I'm, there's his knee. So I, I don't think it, it was an intentional dirty play, shall we say. So I'm not, I'm not... Right, right. Although it was against Giants, so he should be fired and sent to prison. Prison. And, and locked under. Sent to the, prison. And buried under the prison. But, um... Okay, so uh, there were a lot of positives. There were a lot of positives. Three to four uh, in the game. Besides Thibodeau. Yeah, I mean, it seemed like it could have been significant. They brought the card out there, but then he walked off. Um, overall, um, Danny looked really good, 14 to 16. Um, didn't throw a touchdown pass, but did like lead him down, lead the te- team down to that touchdown. He handed it off at the end zone. But Dable's got him. Uh, He's working on a lot of slants and just quit getting the ball out. And we saw, I mean, I'm sure you saw the meme where it was like, this is a you around Daniel Jones. This is a, this is what you call a pocket, guys. This is the first time in Daniel Jones' entire career he's had a pocket to throw the ball out of. And kind of crazy that when you give the guy some time to throw, he's 14 to 16. Um, I think Dable's offense and Kafka's offense, the offensive coordinator this season, is going to be focused highly on getting Daniel into a place where he can succeed. And it is little short routes to Saquon, kind of similar to what we did in the first preseason game, or just the little, like, we're going to have a lot of, like, I think when Tony's back, he's going to be even more of a weapon. Wandale Robinson's going to be a weapon. Send. But this Alec Bachman guy, Alex Bachman guy, he's uh, he, he, he's got, like, Victor Cruz energy. I'm not saying he's, he's going to go to Victor Cruz's, like, career or anything like that, but he had two touchdowns. Yeah, they were against Bengals backup players, but he was making catches and I mean, when you're making catches, no matter who you're making the catches against, when he's making those athletic catches like that, like that's somebody you you want on your team. Um, I don't know how much playing time he'd get in the regular season, but he's a good guy to have stored away, at least. And uh, we 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 had Colin Johnson, I believe, was out there. He's he's a big tall receiver, and and he seems like he's clutch. Like it, it was, it's interesting to see the wide receiver battle with Tony out and Galladay. Just he's not out, but like he's doing what he did last season where he's just kind of also invisible um, with, with Galladay kind of doing nothing. Um, I think that it's going to be interesting to see how Dable is, is using Jones going forward. And Jones was able to pick up a couple of first downs with his feet when he had to. That's a luxury that we were just like so many, we were used to so many years of Eli just not having the speed and anything like that. And Danny's got the speed. He was was putting some throws right on the number. He had that interception that came off the receiver's hands. We call that an Evan Ingram interception. So I don't really fault him for that. But I thought Daniel looked very good in uh, in the, the plays that he had. Again, 14 to 16 isn't anything to like be upset about. Tyrod Taylor didn't look bad. But, I, I mean, I want Danny to be the quarterback the whole season going forward. Just it's, yeah. it's really interesting to see how this uh, this wide receiver core is gonna gonna pan out and who's gonna make the the list who's gonna make the cut for that. Yeah, the, the, the receivers making those catches, like you say, they were against uh, the second string. But I never understood when people like get hyped or maybe maybe too hyped, but they say, oh, it's just against the backups and yada yada yada. And it's like, well, no, but, but that's a good sign that they're making those catches because it'd be worrying if they wasn't. If they're not right. able to make those catches against the backups, then Jesus Christ, what are they going to do against the starters? Yeah, like, that's like that, you're not going to make the team. Good. But when you're making those behind the back, like we had to like lean back, go over the guy's shoulder on that one. He had two touchdown catches that were like that. That first touchdown catch was was amazing. The other one was still a pretty a, bad, a pretty badass catch, and he was just all over the field. 122 yards he had on the on the night, and yeah, a lot of it was at the end. But I I mean, you, if you're not making plays, then like you, you, you make teams by making plays, and he was making plays when he had to make plays. You can only do so much, and only only do the most with the position that you that you put in to play for a team, and that's what he's kind of dominating about. But uh, Alex Bachman, I don't know if he makes the roster, but I think that like I would lean towards yes at this point. The, the Giants have a ton of receivers. That's the only problem. It's a, uh, it's a good problem to have, and it's a good, it's a great problem to have. But like we have a ton of receivers, so it's like at depth. Like I don't know if. If, like, I think you're going to have to cut a receiver or two or three or four at a certain point. Uh, we do have a lot of running backs. So I think we're going to have probably 
three running backs like on the roster at least going into week one. But uh, I'd like to see Bachman make that. It, it's going to be interesting to see. He's going to probably get a ton of playing time against the Jets coming up this this weekend on or on Thursday, and uh, I, I think that it'll be really interesting to see kind of how how he if he balls out. That'd be awesome. If he balls out again, I think he's definitely on the roster. If not, like, you know, maybe this has been a fluky couple of weeks. But if he sucks, then yeah, I, I can see him not doing that. But he looks like a special teamer guy. He seems like a cool special team guy, a guy that's gonna go hustle, a guy that that you know, he's gritty. A white receiver, just like a gritty guy. He's a gym rat. He's a hustler, you know? All those things you would use to describe a white receiver. He's that guy. Wide. And he's a receiver. Yeah. Um, do you think, what do you think? Because uh, the first first team players, the starters, have had a little bit of an introduction between each game. Obviously, this is kind of like a, a, only a three-game preseason rather than the, the traditional four. How much, the reason I asked this, because you know, how much time do you think the starters are going to get on Sunday against the Jets? Not much. Because, or Monday. You know it's, it's Thursday, isn't it? What? Are you playing Thursday? I hope not, because I've got tickets for Sunday. Okay. Oh, they all played Thursday. No, you're right. You're right. Don't, don't, don't. It's, it's Sunday. It's don't Sunday. you put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. Um, I think that um, I really feel like just he they're they're not gonna get a lot. Maybe one series. Um, because I, I felt actually, I mean, if you're gonna have the week in between, I I don't know. I just don't think you risk it in the final preseason game. I thought that we got. A, fir- a full quarter of Daniel and and then a little bit after that with him on on Sunday this weekend. So I think that they'll probably kind of like right, he's going to go out there because I think that like he's not a proven like not a proven starting quarterback in this league yet. And until you're at that point, like he's not Russell Wilson, he's not Aaron Rodgers. Um, and until you get to that level, like yeah, you're not going to play at all, or you, you're going to have to play. I mean, but. Um, I think he's got to still kind of cement himself as the quarterback. I think that they still want to work with him on a couple of first team reps. That's why you had Galladay out there. That's why you had some of the other guys out there. And you just kind of got to see what you can do. We did have a lot of scratches, though. So I would expect us to have more after this, especially after seeing Thibodeau's injury. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. The only reason, I mean, maybe this is a sign of, because obviously preseason, so tickets are a little cheaper than normal. Mm hmm. But it's kind of funny with both the Jets and the Giants going into the final preseason game, two and zero. That MetLife Stadium sold out. That is going to be a, a, a capacity crowd for that preseason game, awesome. which is going to be pretty awesome. awesome. So it'd be interesting to see how the atmosphere is like. So it'd be kind of disappointing to have, you know, sixty, seventy thousand people there and they don't get to see a sniff of one of the starters. That'd be kind of a shame. Yeah, I think you'll definitely see Daniel for a little bit, but. Probably that long. Sorry, yawning in the middle of that. It'll be fun. What's your um, what's your advice for uh for tailgating? So I've I, this is the first because I this is the first time I'm I'm gonna plan to get there early because I'm gonna plan to get there like yeah four hours before kickoff. So you're grilling? Like, no, I wasn't. I wasn't. I I. I, I I was going to take a grill. So my sister-in-law has a, like a nice sized propane grill and I was going to take it. Yeah, that. yeah. And then I forgot to pick it. Oh, I could ask her to bring it maybe. Hmm, maybe I could grill. Uh, you got to have one. Of, you got to have a Bluetooth speaker. Get one of these bad boys. One of these Bluetooth speakers. Over oh, there. Bluetooth That's speakers. always clutch. Yep, um, if you're not like, if you don't have food that you're taking with you, like, I mean, I always think that uh, it's just like you and the fellas. It's I mean, you go with the wife and like sister-in-laws. So like, I feel like maybe you probably won't do it as minimal as like sometimes I've, I've gone to a couple of like Texans Thursday night games and it's like, you get some Cajun Turkey from the grocery store and some bread, and just some Sammy's with the boys and beer. There's, there's, there's going to be three fellas, three, three women. And, um, she's over there. So I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, but yeah. I this is, so imagine, imagine my internalness. Cause you know, you've, you've got a, you got a, you got a uh, oh sorry how much is consider- so I got so floor seats I guess not floor you know not floor seats but you know what I mean that the the bottom lower bowl lower bowl, lower bowl. Uh, those were available for like fifty five dollars that's not bad it wasn't bad oh that, that I I keep forgetting about fucking where because I had to get them on SeatGeek because it was sold out I forgot about you know the ticket fees 
So I ended up getting, so I'm on the second level. Oh, it was like $365 with all the fees. They're like, oh. well, though, if you want to print the ticket, but you also can't get a physical ticket, but you can print it, but it's a convenience fee too. It's so a printing I, and convenience fee. So I was buying all the tickets and then people were going to Venmo me the money. And so I text them all because I was ready to buy. I was like, hey, are they $44 a ticket? And then when I so I was like forty four dollars times six in my head, that's you know it's around oh, like two hundred and fifty bucks. Go to the next screen. And I put next screen. It's like four hundred dollars, and I was like, it was so each ticket was forty four dollars, and each ticket had twenty five dollars worth of fees. Yeah, yeah. Fuck me. And then so I paid sixty dollars for parking. That fucking hell. Anyway, that's, really yes, get so you, man. that's why like I love going to football games, but. Football is so much better watching it on your couch where you can just watch Red Zone. Also, like you can have a second screen up. Like it's so much more enjoyable with all the shit that you've got at the at your disposal as opposed to like going to a game and be like, what's the score of this game? What's the score? Of, uh, what's the score of the Bucks game? Huh? Texans, are they winning? Like you're like just look is, over the scoreboard. It's like, I want to see the highlights. This is why I get it now where people kind of merge the two where they don't buy tickets to the game, they just pay for parking. And they'll just tailgate and just then hang out. hang out and watch the games on TV, like in the parking yeah. lot. I get it. Makes more sense. Um, but yes, when we were talking about what we're preparing for tailgating, I did hear the phrase and imagine my face when I heard charcuterie board. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm, ladies, you definitely get some charcuterie. But like, I'm gonna, I'm we gonna don't hate on charcuterie board. We don't hate on charcuterie board. They're delightful. I'm going to partake, but still, it's like, oh, you, oh, you're embarrassing me in front of the guys. Oh, no, I don't think, I don't think anybody's going to ever give you shit for a charcuterie board. Now, like, I just don't know how to like, put them together good. My girlfriend worked in catering and, like, set up the trays, and like, she can, like, she'll fold, uh, yeah, fiance. Actually, we leave, we got a license. We got a marriage license today, Ooh. so basically, like, so I'm, that, she's licensed you're... to me now. So she's licensed that, to me now. Is that the stages? So girlfriend, pre-wife. But then once you get license, fiance, license now, now girl. Licensed. Now she's yeah, I think so. I think That's, so. Yeah. The four but stages. um, so she's like good at like if you get the like salami or whatever, she can like fold Probably. it up and like make it like all look pretty. Where you like pin it between two things of cheese and like you're like oh wow that's really artsy and fancy looking and like I would just be like cheese laid out. <laughs> I would just like open the package. Sometimes you like it's just like. <laughs> On the board, there yeah, it is. Basically, I can only fit four things on here, and it's like, no, 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 no. You can put olives here. You can put this here. You can put this here. But at the the grocery store by me, they have like some like nice uh, charcuterie trays you can get, and like I like getting the like to go ones that are like just all saran wrapped up, and you're like, all right, I didn't fucking make this, but let's go. It's on a nice little like fake wooden board. That's pretty solid. But yeah, I fuck with charcuterie trays, and like that's a solid like solid tailgate food. I've never had it at a tailgate, but like it's clutch because it's like something you need to create a base. You can just snack on it. Just like grab it. Yeah. And it feels classy. Maybe I'll, just, I'll grill as well. Bobby, I, I buy a bunch of Lunchables and throw them on the plate. That's my yeah. It's just like that meme where everybody's like, y'all are all like people or older people are giving the millennials shit for. Like going ham on charcuterie boards, and they're like, bitch, y'all fucking grew us up on Lunchables. Like that's that, like we were raised on charcuterie board. We just don't have a, like plastic thing. We don't always get Capri Sun with it or a Crunch Bar. Remember those? I guess you you didn't grow up. No. Did they have like Lunchables in England? No, I don't think they were called Lunchables, but it, it, we had the same shit. It was a different name, probably. They were Lunchables, mate. But that's a good catchphrase, and maybe that could be a good T-shirt slogan for if you ever want to go that way. I go ham on charcuterie, and then have a picture like of some ham. I like that. That's a good one. That's a good one. <sighs> what a what a show. Anyway, that's the kind of great content you get on this show when our teams are playing shit. Giants are not playing like Gi- shit. We don't Giants talk about them like that. Shit. Giants are very good. I'm for excited. now. I'm, ex- I'm very excited for the... So wait, Never lost now? a game under Brian Dable. So is it like the Sunday following that the season actually starts, or is there a break? September 11 is our first game. Oh, that's that's, that. that's a great date in New York history. That's, that's... We'll have something to play for. We'll have something to play for, Mike. You're not thinking about it that way. 
oh, this could be some bunch of. We're gonna play for the troops for that one. For those that gave all. Never forget motivation. Fuck you, Titans. Fuck you, Titans. Ryan, little Tanny Hill. The, the Taliban Titans. Yeah. Fuck you, the Tennessee Taliban. Basically, what they are. This is payback. Live on pay per view. That's a three twenty five game too. Nice. It's the day after my wedding. I get a nice little like. Oh, I'm gonna get home from the hotel. I'm gonna prop my feet up. I'm gonna watch a three twenty five kickoff. I love that. And then that. you can be like, I'm married now. So wife, fetch me a beer from the fridge. Where's my beers? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna do that. Why is dinner not ready? Not gonna do that day one. Where's my food? I'm gonna put my sweatpants on. Keep that child down. We don't have a child. Whatever. Whatever. Shut him up. Shut that baby up. Wonderful stuff. Yeah. Before we get cancelled, or at least I get cancelled. Um. What else? Okay, so the rest of this week, uh, so we've got to look forward to it. I'm not going to predict again preseason games. It doesn't really matter. So next week, we will be previewing the actual NFL season. So next week, we're going to go a little bit more in depth. We're going to go game by game, not full preview of every game, but we're going to we're going to come up with each we of our... We can do the preview the following week. We can... Wait, what? We have a week off. Oh, there is... sorry, there is a week off. Sorry, yes. Okay, forget it then. It'll still be a great show next week, but we can recap the last preseason. And then maybe I'll show some clips of my cuts and position battles. My drunken reporting. So yes, that's going to wrap up this week's show. But obviously, as always, there is more chance for you to listen to myself and Alex. A new episode of Past the Gravy comes out. This is an interval. Several opportunities to listen to Alex this week. Uh, we've got Pastor Gra- new episodes of Pastor Gravy and obviously Pastor Gravy Bro. Uh, what have people got to expect tomorrow on uh, Pastor Gravy? Um, well, my girlfriend and her sister are doing. It's called a fiance. Uh, fiance, fiance. You gotta, you gotta uh, it's called a mimicking fat, a fast mimicking program where they're not fasting, but they're just eating very little amounts, of like like these like watered down soups that they're making. But then they also give them like these snacks. So like one of the snacks was like um, an olive olives with sea salt, and I was like, I feel like they just grabbed what they had randomly in their pantry. And was like, um, have this pickle, have a have a pickle, and so I was like, I'm pretty sure I can make up my own like fast mimicking program, and we can scam people out of money doing yeah. that. But like, ah, here's some here's some uh, some random ginger. Just uh, pour this ginger powder and then uh, add water and heat it up in the microwave, and you got yourself a little fast. And then add it on some out of date. What do we got? Raisins? (laughs) Have these raisins. (laughs) I had these left over from Halloween as a kid. Found them. Just now found them. And uh, two pretzels. Two pretzels. Have this as a snack. Not not three. Two. So I'm going to be doing that. We're going to talk about how Dennis Rodman might save the world. Um, I have a couple of not cools that I'll, I'll get to. I'm going to bitch about some stuff that's happened in the last week. And then uh, we're going to answer some people's questions. And so you can follow us at Pass Your Pod, and a new episode should be out tomorrow evening. And then uh, if you watch the show Big Brother, we're a little bit halfway through that season. But um, myself, my fiance, uh, and a couple other friends of ours, we uh, some combination of us break down every episode right after it happens, and you can watch that live on our YouTube channel, Pass the Gravy Bro, or on our Facebook page, Pass the Gravy Bro, as well. And uh, yeah, if you watch that show, then tune in, please. It'll be a lot of fun. But uh, it's been a pretty good season. What do we got about Waffle Box? What's going on on the box this week? So a new episode Waffle Box is coming out tomorrow. We're talking about Tipsy Scoop and their new ice cream flavor which is supposed to mimic the flavor the the flavor of a dive bar and why that's a horrible I've always wanted idea. to taste a dive bar yeah i love to taste dive bar mm. um Cigarettes. also since we're now in the thick of the usa mullet championship where we're gonna break down the hall of fame hall of fame inductees of the usa mm, good, mullet good. championships um, and then because she's going to be reviewing Idris Elba's new movie, Beast. So check that out. Got a Waffle Box pod on you. Oh, that's the Lion movie, huh? Yeah. Dude, Apparently, they run those ads all the time. I mean, and it seems 
terrible. I'm not gonna. I'm. I mean, I'm not gonna spoil anything, but it seems terrible. Spoiler alert! I did, if you listen to the show, I did questions like, is is this Lion King three? Like, I thought this was like the further. Because I I would have funny would it have been if like when the lion jumps Aegis Elba and there's like Timon and Pumbaa in the background. Like, yeah, fuck him up, fuck him up. But apparently that's not the case. Um, it's it's not related to Lion King, which is a shame. Well, I'm gonna have to see it for myself. So I'll tune into Waffle Box tomorrow. Check it out. Oh yeah, wherever you get well, same past gravy and Waffle Box available wherever you get your audio podcasts and also available on YouTube. So um, if you are obviously watching this on YouTube, make sure you smash that subscribe button. Subscribe, guys. The subscribe button, but also it's links. You don't have to watch all of our stuff, but subscribe to it. It gives us the numbers. We need the numbers. But also there's numbers. links below where you can see it. will say friends of Claire and Big Blue, and you'll be able to click on Pasta Gravy and Waffle Box. There you go. Get them all. Subscribe to everything. All of it. Do it. Now. Do it. You can do, do it. it. Ah, beautiful stuff. Also, quick shout out because I forgot to do it. Lucid Illusions, the fantastic Houston-based band that lended their talents to uh, our theme song. Uh, Those guys rock. Thought is Lion King too. Yeah, they do rock. They do fucking. They rock, rock, dude. And you're about to hear even more. They fucking rock of that song. So make sure, like I say, you follow me at Mr. Mike Fish. Follow him at Alex J. Middleton. Follow us at, at CBBPod. And until next week, see you next Tuesday. Hey, let's go to Peyton. He's going to break down that touchdown. Can't hear shit. Never mind.